Hello, everybody. Um, this is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium. And um, the Nefarium looks like it's going to be busy for a few years. Um, I have an article that was sent to me by Mr. TM. I would never have found this article, and I think it's very important because it may presage some very interesting geopolitical financial things going on. I want to read this whole article for you. Before I do, let me remind everybody there is no vid chat tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow I'm expecting company uh, to go over some things and uh, get ready for another show. So there is no vid chat tomorrow. Keep watching the schedule. I'm, I'm still up in the air uh, about a lot of things that I really wish would resolve themselves. It's beginning to get very frustrating to me. But um, this is a very significant story. I want to read the whole thing because something's going on here, and I suspect there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than what we're being told. The title of this article is Chinese Company Takes Main Stake in Deutsche Bank. And that's big news, folks, right there. So let me read this article, quote, HNA Group, a Chinese conglomerate that targets U.S. companies for acquisitions, has become Deutsche Bank AG's top shareholder. HNA recently increased its stake in Q, pardon me, C Quadrat Asset Management to 9.92% to 4.76%, uh, making it Deutsche's largest shareholder with a greater ownership than BlackRock, Inc., and Qatar's royal family, according to the Wall Street Journal. Deutsche Bank said in February that H&A had joined the ranks of major shareholders and that it welcomed, in principle, any investor with a long-term view. H&A Group has drawn attention for its investments in foreign companies, including taking a 25% stake in Hilton Worldwide Holdings Incorporated amid China's strict capital controls. The company started as an airline operator, but has since expanded into tourism, hotels, finance, and real estate. The German bank has had a difficult past year as it has grappled with significant regulatory fines that have rattled investors. To stabilize itself, Deutsche Bank made job cuts and massive bonus cuts across the board. But Deutsche Bank's last quarterly earnings report shows it's finding its footing, although revenue missed the street's projections. Deutsche Bank reported first quarter net income that increased 143% year over year to $612.6 million, with profit up 52% to 93, uh, pardon me, 935.4 million. Revenue declined 9.9% to 7.8 billion. Client engagement is strong, asset flows are returning across the bank, and activity is picking up, CEO John Cryan said in a statement. Our cost-cutting efforts are starting to pay off while we have reduced complexity significantly, unquote. Deutsche Bank recently named a new CFO, Chief Financial Officer, James von Moltke, <laughs> and 
For those of you who know a little bit of history, that's the same family name of uh, Field Marshal von Moltke. So I'm assuming there's a relationship. Uh, James von Moltke, Citigroup's former treasurer, will fill the position in July, succeeding Markus Schenk, who is overseeing Deutsche Bank's newly created corporate and investment bank. Von Moltke, a dual citizen of Germany and Australia, also previously worked at J.P. Morgan Chase and Morgan Stanley. Deutsche Bank shares are up 0.9% on the year to date, with shares down 3.6% the past year. Okay, and that's the end of the article. Now I have to I have to tell you folks, this article when I read it shot my suspicion meter right into the red zone because as everybody is probably aware, or most of you are probably aware, uh, Deutsche Bank has had, ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst track records in terms of fines, in terms of uh, some very suspicious activity. Uh, dating all the way back in the immediate minutes running up to 9-11, all right? In addition to this, Deutsche Bank has, as I'm sure most of you know, the world's largest derivatives portfolio. And this is what makes me wonder if there's a lot more going on here, because if you go back to my book, uh, Babylon's Banksters, I pointed out that it was, in fact, a Chinese economist with the last name of Lee, L-I, that had been working at uh, the Royal Imperial Canadian Bank. I don't remember the exact name. He was the one that formulated the actual formula that led to all of the credit default swaps, derivatives bundling, and all of this stuff that eventually piled up to about 14 to 17 quadrillion dollars. In other words, way beyond the domestic uh, product of the entire planet. And Deutsche Bank is now sitting on top of the largest holding of all of those piled-up derivative swaps. So that's that's point number one, because Lee, as, as those of you who may have remembered or have read Babylon's Banksters, he subsequently back, went back to China after creating the formula that all these banks jumped on board with to uh, trade in, in credit defaults and other derivatives. He went back to China, where he became uh, head of a department in the Chinese government assessing risk management. So in other words, at that time, I was advancing the notion that perhaps this whole thing had been some sort of very, very subtle economic warfare on China's part. So in other words, now China is buying into, kind of close the circle here, is buying into the bank in the world that has the biggest exposure to derivatives and buying, from the sounds of this article, buying about a 10% block of the stock. Now, what that may mean, I'll get to in a moment. Now, there's another thing going on in this context, too, that has me very alarmed. In fact, there's, there's three things going on here. We've just had the Italian elections, all right? And the Italian banking system, if you've been kind of following all these stories of the last few years, is very, very tied in with Deutsche Bank. In, in fact, the Banco uh, Monte Pasche di Siena, that old, old bank in Italy, Europe's oldest functioning bank, is deeply tied to Deutsche Bank. 
So with the Italian pressures now on the EU, then we're going to add another second thing, and this is the flight of dollars from Europe in the wake of the tariff and uh, taxation that's been going on. So in other words, at the same time you have all of this going on, Chinese acquisition of a major stake in Deutsche Bank, the Italian elections, you also have a capital flight out of Europe in, in dollars back to this country. And again, this is creating a bit of a, uh, of a strain on Europe. <coughs> so what I'm going to suggest here is that the Chinese are looking at this situation. They're seeing an imminent uh, weakening in the European banking system. There are a lot of things going on here. I don't think the European Central Bank, if Deutsche Bank collapses, it's simply so gigantic, folks, that if Deutsche Bank collapsed, it would be a major shock to the world economy. On the other hand, I don't think either the individual central banks of, of Europe or the European Central Bank itself are in a position by themselves to attempt to stabilize this bank if that should be required. So it's looking to me that the Chinese have stepped in here either out of necessity because a lot of their markets now facing the tariff wars with the United States, a lot of their markets are going to be in Europe and going to come from Europe and they cannot afford to have the European consumer market collapse and that would affect their economy. So it looks to me like what this Chinese firm is doing is it's buying, and this is, if this, if, if, please understand, if my reading of the situation here is correct, this is a big, huge geopolitical shift because it looks to me as if what the Chinese are trying to do is buy a stake, a big enough stake in Deutsche Bank that they have a seat at the table for whatever determinations or decisions may come down the pike as to how to deal with the European banking crisis. That's exactly what I think they're doing. And if that's the case, that means they're seeing something coming down the pike and they want to to be able to put in, so to speak, their two cents worth or their two won worth in whatever decisions that the European bankers have to make. So this, I think, is a major geopolitical development because what it's looking like to me is that China is now going to play hardball in Europe and it's going to have a an influence on whatever decisions are made affecting the European Union, particularly now uh, with the Italian election results that we saw just a couple weeks ago. So I think this is a huge story here, folks, uh, one to watch, uh, particularly if the Chinese buy more and more of a stake in Deutsche Bank. It may be that they're even lining themselves up to become major uh, bailout participants and in return for any bailout down the line, major shareholders in one of the world's largest banks. And it, this, is, this is, in other words, a very, very cagey move on their part to get into the Western banking system by buying a big block of stock in one of the world's largest banks. Watch this story, folks. I think that we're seeing the beginning 
of something here, not the end of something. Uh, I'm 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 telling you not just to watch Italy now. Watch China. Watch the big German banks, uh, because this is going to be a major story in the months and years to come. I suspect. Anyway, a reminder again, ladies and gentlemen. There's no um, there is no uh, vid chat tomorrow. Again, I've been very very frustrated trying to schedule things. Uh, it's it's getting to the point I can't do anything because I'm. I'm at the mercy of other people scheduling things. So I ask your patience. Um, I haven't put up a schedule yet for the month of April for vid chats. I'm waiting to hear things. Uh, so keep kind of keep your eyes on the schedule. I am planning to have a vid chat next weekend, but I haven't put up the schedule yet because I'm waiting to hear some things. So just kind of keep your eye on that. Again, I apologize and, and thank you all for, for being patient. Um, I am planning to do two vid chats in the month of April, but again, the schedule is kind of loose at this point. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. Some big, interesting news in the corporate world that may be presaging some uh, very, very interesting geopolitical and financial moves. Lots going on, folks. Anyway, that's it. Thank you, and we'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless.